Mark Howard has been training business owners for over 20 years with online business tools and strategies that help them grow and succeed. If you want to grow your business fast and save time, then keep listening. If you want to grow it even faster in less than three months, then visit www.businessmachine.biz. And now, here's Mark. Good day, this is Mark Allen from The Business Machine, and in this episode, I'm going to show you what's happening on the other side of your screen that nobody is talking about. That is, until now. As an online entrepreneur myself, I've seen firsthand what's happening in our world right now. The internet has made everything accessible at any time of day or night, which means there are few people out shopping on our high street these days. If you're wondering why your local store seems a little bit empty recently, how it affects consumer buying, then this podcast will answer some of those questions for you. If you're enjoying Mark's podcasts, then why not share this episode with your friends and family on social media so they can also get access to great business marketing gold content. So if you're looking around the high streets these days, you probably pop into your local town every now and again, maybe on a week. Uh, maybe in the weekend, whenever it's going to be, you may have noticed a slight difference in the amount of people around. Now, I know weekends tend to be a lot busier anyway, so that may not be where you've seen it so much, but particularly during the week. Now, a lot of people have said that a lot of this change is due to the recent pandemic we've had, like the COVID-19, and that this has caused a lot of shops to close down, a lot of businesses are being forced to move online. The fact is that's not true. What's happened is that COVID-19 has just highlighted more how businesses can move online easier and quicker than ever before. And that really in the past, it's just a case of people were thinking that bricks and mortar was going to be here to stay. And it looks like there's going to be a divided opinion about what's going on in this world when it comes to such. Some of the big brands, such as Tesco's, for example, have recently announced that they're stopping services such as their deli and their butchery sections in their stores. Now, the reason they're stopping these, is they say, is that there's a change in consumer opinion and they're not getting the footfall through the doors. What's actually happened is they've made a rod for their own back from the e-commerce side of things, where now more and more people are actually buying online and their deli counters, for example, are not actually included within an online process. So because it's not included, people aren't buying there anymore. And people realize they don't actually need to buy there anymore. So this is causing a lot of shops to de decline. And the bigger shops are starting to go along with it as well. So Wilco's, for example, have gone. We've seen Debenhams go recently. British Home Stores all saying that they rather concentrate their efforts online. Even if you go into your local bank these days, the number of tellers in your local bank, instead of having five or six tellers, are down to one or two tellers because they simply do not need the staff anymore. Why? Because people are using their apps. Coupled with that, the, the price it now costs to rent some of these shops is quite high still so the those prices haven't changed much so a lot of businesses are now looking at this and saying do we go online or do we stay where we are or do we do a combination of the two and unfortunately they started to realize that the online side of, and the online routes is not going to degrade their customer experience it's not going to drive their customers away to their competitors what it's actually going to do is make it easier for them to deliver a better service and sites such as amazon and amazon prime have proven this you've got a good system in place 
where you've got the ability to deliver the goods very quickly to people and the ability to do returns very easily for people, then people are more than happy to buy online. And as I said right at the beginning of this, a lot of people blame the pandemic for this and it's nothing to do with the pandemic. This has been coming a long time. It's been in the background a long, long time. And it's just now that people realize that it is safe to shop online. Now, if you go back, and I'm talking to go back about 15, 20 years ago, when e-commerce really started to come through the door, they've done a survey where they turn around and ask people in the UK, you know, if they were to buy online, how much would they be happy to buy online? I, how much would they be willing to uh, spend? Now, the reason I wanted to do that is I wanted to see how much it's going to affect consumer buying. And most people turn around and said that they spend somewhere between 100 to 200 pounds quite comfortably online, but probably not any more than that. That's what they turn around and said. Fast forward now 15, 20 years, consumer opinion has changed and people are happy to spend not one or 200 pounds. They're quite happy to spend three or 4,000 pounds online now if they've got that kind of money. So you can see that people win and spend a lot more than they were, say, 10 years ago. The other big change that's really come round is this whole shopping local. Now, what used to be the old phrase was, you know, shop local or shop global. And that's what people are trying to really push. You know, the Internet's here. You can shop literally anywhere in the world and it can get delivered to your house, which is obviously still the case. But what's starting to happen has been a bit of a U-turn on that. And people are starting to look to shop more locally for their business. And the reason they're doing this is because they want to feel safe. They want to have that comfort, that knowledge that the person they're dealing with is not too far from their doorstep. If there is a problem that they can go and find them or they can ask questions or they can meet up. This has started to come a lot more evident with things such as Google My Business page or Google Business Pages, where so many more people are using those services and actually calling through the Google Business page. And that a lot of the profiles on these pages are not set up correctly, but the ones that are, they're getting calls coming through, they're seeing a massive increase, especially in the last two or three months, of people actually visiting those pages on the maps, finding out that where they are, seeing their Google My Business page and contacting them either through the map through the or through their website. So all of these changes are starting to affect the high street. And when you go down the high street these days, the shops that seem to be the ones that the most full are tends to be your deadies, your coffee shops. Those type of shops are very full up. And then you've got what I call your normal everyday shops you know the, the shops that we've got all around your your uh, super drug is going to say clicks but those type of shops your mark suspensers those type of shops but even them are not really to the level they're not as full as they used to be and then going down from that then you've got the smaller shops your smaller bri uh, bricks and mortar shops what is going to happen to all of these shops is the high street going to disappear forever now i know that sounds strange but there is a distinct possibility that could happen if rising prices, inflation and rising prices from the landlords and letting agencies pushing those prices up on all those shops, then of course people are not going to be able to afford that and they're going to look to go elsewhere. The internet and the internet speed has meant that a lot more micro businesses and hobby businesses are now opening up and people realise they can actually work from home. They've always been able to work from home, but now they realise they can work from home and it's not going to affect their end results then a lot more people starting to open up all these smaller businesses so from that point of view those people aren't going to be looking for a bricks and mortar place they're not going to look to go to the high streets and i fear that we're going to see a lot more of this going on over the coming years and it's going to be a big decline it's only going to take a major major company 
someone big, someone like John Lewis, for example, one of those big companies around to turn around and say, do you know, we are no longer going to be having shops around the UK. What we're going to do is we're going to be doing purely 100% online. It's going to take that one step. And then that's when you can see the whole ethos, the whole shopping experience change. But what does this mean for you as a business? If you're a business owner right now, what does it mean for you? Well, the first thing you've got to look at is what is it you do? I mean, if you are a service provider, you probably wouldn't have an office or if you do, you probably have one of these rented offices anyway. But again, it's something you could look at. Do you need to have a bricks and mortar place? Do you need client-facing areas? A lot of people don't actually meet their clients anymore. Thanks to things such as Zoom and online meetings, people got quite used to the idea of actually meeting their clients online. So there's actually no point in going face-to-face. However, there is something to be said about that personal touch. So I'm not saying that's never going to go away. But what I'm saying is, do people really need that? That's the first thing. Second thing is, if you've got a product solution and you're selling products to consumers, will a bricks and mortar place be viable for you? And the answer is probably no. And that with things like Shopify and WooCommerce, it's easy enough to set up a website and actually drive people to it. Think about it. The amount of time and energy it takes to drive someone to a bricks and mortar place is exactly the same as driving someone to a website. Now, with the decline in footfall going through these shopping centers right now, you're going to start to see a massive change in the way that consumers are working and the way that consumers are buying right now. And last week, I was in Horsham. We was going through in Horsham. And we happened to be going through uh, when the Horsham market on. And that market area, ironically, the trader stalls, was a lot more busier than anywhere else in the town. That's what we found, which I thought was quite interesting. So the whole traders system of the marketplaces, they're starting to come back. And I think that's what you're going to see a lot more of, a lot more of this fresh produce, a lot more of these people actually bringing in markets and, and traders and that type of thing. That, I think, will actually start to go up. You'll start to see the bricks and mortar shops starting to go down. Now, as an online business, what this means to you is you need to act now. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next year. You really need to start acting now on your business. And what I mean by that is getting things in place because you have to, got to get ready. Number one, look at your logistics. How do you do your delivery? How do you get your items to your customers? Is the speed right for you and your customers? You know, one or two day turnaround. Is this what you're able to deliver? Because that's what you've got to start looking at. Next thing is, have you got a viable website or online system? That will allow people to actually find your site, get onto your site and buy. Everybody has to use the no light trust element. We know that for a fact. So making sure that people got that trust element when they come through is paramount. But the biggest thing you can do right now, and the one thing that everybody, and I mean everybody is falling down on, is they Google My Business page. They haven't set up that profile. Most people haven't even set the page up. But if you have set up your page, check your profile. And if you're not sure, follow the link below. We have some excellent offers where we can actually do reports on your profiles and tell you what you need to add, what is missing to maximize the return on those pages. Now, the reason I tell you to do this is because we had one client that had a Google My Business page. They weren't optimizing it to the, their potential. We don't know all the changes to it. We optimized it to the way it should be. And then guess what? Once it was all done, the first month, after the first month, they had a 2,000 increase on their number of visitors going through the site, and they had 20 new phone calls, 20 new phone calls, that's 20 new customers through the Google My Business page, because people want to do online with local businesses. That, I would say, is my biggest top tip in this podcast. 
check that today make sure it's up and running and like i said we've got a fantastic offer on at the moment on our website it's only 10 pound we do a full report you can then go away look at it and then you can make a decision about what change you need to do but the most important thing is get yourself seen get yourself local get yourself out there as quickly as possible because i promise you i tell you now the high street has started to change it's not going to stop it's going to carry on changing going forward